Good afternoon, and welcome to the Washington Demons Coaches Show. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, and I'm joined in the studio today with uh, Washington Community School District's Activity Director, Brent Van Weldon, and later we'll have uh, Coach Hayworth uh, from the cross-country team with us, so excited to talk to her about the success that her, her team saw this year. Welcome, Brent. Hey, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Good, good. Beautiful day outside. It's wonderful. The weather has been really nice the last couple of weeks, so that's, you know, I was coming into... Uh, to the studio here and and was listening to uh i don't know one of the shows on the radio and uh, one of the coaches was saying that it might be the nicest weather the state cross country meet has had like in 40 years so it's nice that we didn't have to wear our parkas and everything at the state meet this year so yeah great weather it has been nice i feel like there was like a 10-day spurt um where there was like 30 mile an hour winds and it's finally calmed down and it's it's beautiful out yeah that was horrible we'll take it yep i think the last time i hosted it was really windy Uh so (laughs) well you got good weather today (laughs) so uh so what's going on in the activities department uh yeah yeah, first thing i just want to say is uh the middle school play for those that uh haven't heard it is going to be uh, postponed till I believe November 18. Uh, I'm just going to give them a little bit more time to prepare. Um, it's at it's still at the high school in the Waypack Center, so uh, that is still happening. And of course, the the uh, high school play is going to be next weekend, so that's always fun for them, and and that'll be real real neat to see uh, what they come up with. So make sure you get out to see the high school play Friday and Saturday. That's at 7:30, and then Sunday's a matinee at 2:30. So that, that, all that stuff is going on. Um, we're kind of between sports at the high school right now, but the middle school, they started their seventh grade boys basketball seasons. Uh, on Tuesday, they had a game. They played Fort Madison. I believe the seventh grade boys were home and the eighth grade girls were down there. And then tonight, if you don't have anything going on tonight at 430 at the middle school gym, is uh, the same thing. Uh, the girls are at home against Keokuk, and then the seventh grade boys go down to Keokuk. So that's really our only sports going on right now. Um, girls wrestling started uh, just, and then they're going to be on the show here here uh, in the future. But uh, we have seven, or excuse me, five girls out for the girls wrestling team this year. Um, it's sanctioned, which means they have their own schedule. And they have their own state tournament sanctioned by the Girls Athletic uh, Union. So it'll be fun. Uh, we've, uh, we've been practicing after school. And, and uh, we're able to uh, go to Mid-Prairie last night to practice. And then we're going to Mid-Prairie tonight. Uh, the state allows the girls wrestling programs to have as many scrimmages as possible. That's awesome. Um, so since we only have five girls instead of... Just wrestling each other all year long in practice. Um, we can, we're going to go to Mid Prairie again tonight, and then I talked to Nick Cole, the head wrestling coach at Highland. They have six girls on their team, so we might go over and practice with them next week. So, um, you know, that that's really that's all that's going on with with athletics. Um, I don't know. Yeah, no, that's that's great. I was at, that was going to be one of my questions. How do you practice with just five girls? I mean, that would be that would be pretty tough. So yeah, well, you know, it, it's it is tough. Um, it's even tough, you know, with the boys teams. Uh, if you don't have a lot of kids out or a lot of kids at the same weight, it it it, it can make practice a little monotonous, I guess. Always working out with the same person. Um, so we try and switch it up as much as we can, and and uh, try and make practice as fun as we can, but. Uh, you know, getting hot and sweaty and all that stuff all the time isn't necessarily every person's dream to do day <laughs> right, in and day out. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, do all the 
the conference schools have girl wrestling teams or what does that look like? Um, we've all sanctioned it. So the conference has sanctioned girls wrestling. Um, so this year it's going to look a little different. Most of us are going to tournaments. So we have, we have nine tournaments scheduled. Um, but Fort Madison, for example, has 12 girls out. So we will duel them or, or we'll wrestle them at the same time. Our high school team wrestles them. And then, you know, I think we probably have the second most, and then the other schools maybe have two or three each. So not huge numbers, but um, enough for right now to get it going. Yeah, awesome. So. Well, I don't want to talk too much about girls wrestling because right. it sounds like that's going to be the topic of one of the, the upcoming shows. That's correct. But speaking about wrestling, uh, so you talked about the middle school basketball started. Mm-hmm. When does wrestling start for middle school? Good, yeah. So middle school wrestling starts on Monday. Um, we're not sure how many boys we're going to have this year or, and if we're going to have any girls, we're not sure at this point, but, uh, girls wrestling is sanctioned through seventh grade. So, uh, they can wrestle in, in middle school as well. Um, middle school wrestling starts Monday, high school bowling starts Monday as well as girls basketball. So we're going to get all of our high school sports rolling or the winter sports rolling here real quick. Um, so That'll be fun. It'll, you know, our first, I think our first home meet event is November 29th. So what are we about 27 days away? So it'll, it'll go fast. Yeah, it always does. Um, Then talking about, I know I mentioned this right before, but while we're talking about winter sports, so archery is considered a a club sport, not a school sport. So how does that kind of work? Well, so there's only so many sports that the state union sanction. So we have seven, I believe 17 sanctioned sports that Washington has. So archery is not a sport that's sanctioned by either the boys or girls athletic union. So um, in order to have that, and then we have a club. Now we, we pay their coaches or we pay the coaches um, just like a basketball coach. Um, and then they have certain events that they go to. They set their own schedule. I believe we have two home archery meets this year. Um, they have a big club. I think in the past they've had well over 100 yeah. uh, participants. Um, I'm not sure how young they start, but I know they have an elementary, middle school, and high school team. So yeah. it, it, it's a big deal in our school for sure. Yeah, I think it starts at fourth grade, and I think, yeah, lots of people have been participating in it, and I think – you know, the more activities we can offer the kids, the better. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Very so. cool. All right. Well, I think we'll head to commercial break. And then uh, Brent and I will talk about um, the Southeast Conference and some, some things going on in the coaching world. And then we'll talk to Coach Hayworth a little bit later. Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, Washington, Iowa. 
Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank. At the Capper Auto Group, we put our customers' needs first and understand that everyone is as different as the vehicle they select. We offer new Ford, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram vehicles in a friendly environment that puts you in the driver's seat. When it comes to service, we maintain factory-trained technicians and competitive pricing. The Capper Auto Group still believes that service after the sale provides the best customer experience. Come see the Capper experience for yourself. Welcome back to the Washington Demon Coaches Show. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, joined in the studio with Activities Director Brent Van Weldon. Uh, we just got done talking about uh, what sports have started for the winter season at both the middle school and the high school. And uh, we were just talking uh, off air about um, the SEC and what changes we can expect uh, this season. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the Southeast Conference, as many of you know, we have six schools. We added Burlington um, a couple years ago, which has really strengthened uh, the conference, I think. Um, you know, they bring a, a, they're a bigger school, but they bring a lot lot to the conference as far as competition. Um, I know that at the time, some people were a little bit concerned that they're so big. In fact, that came up at our meeting yesterday. You guys are a lot bigger than us. So uh, we were actually looking at how big uh, West Des Moines Valley was. Uh, we were looking at beds enrollments and whether or not all of our schools combined were actually as large as Valley. We, we actually <laughs> are about by 500 students. But um, so, yeah, one of the big things down the road, not this year, uh, but next year uh, in, in basketball, I know that uh, some people may or may not be in favor of this, I guess, depending on who you are, but we are going to move all of our conference basketball games back to boy-girl doubleheaders. Oh, nice. So in the past few years, if we played Mount Pleasant, boys were at home and then girls were away and then later in the season they'd flip-flop but uh we felt it was probably best for uh both sports boys and girls basketball and for the uh the culture the environment of the games um that they played on on the same site um the same the same week the same night whatever so all the games except for maybe a few will be um on Friday nights, all our conference games will be on Friday nights, and uh, boy-girl doubleheaders. So, you know, the way we call them six bangers at Washington, where you know three boy level, three girls levels all play in in the and uh, in the Washington High School on the same night, starting at four forty-five, and you have three games in the auxiliary gym, three games in the main gym. So, I think that'll be real exciting. Um, a lot more people, I think, will be able to attend. And, and the kids won't have to divide up. You know, some go watch the boys, some stay and watch the girls. So we think our, that'll help our student section and, and everything. So it'll be fun for uh, for the environment at Washington High School. Yeah, I think that sounds like an exciting change. And like you said, just the environment and the girls getting to watch the boys play. And if you have a sibling playing, you know, everybody can kind of – participate and be there so that's yeah, great I, I think one of the things we're also talking about is is not always having the boys game the last game so you know there might be nights where the girls games the the finale so give them the the chance to be the the main deal the last the last game of the night so yeah it'll be fun there'll be some change but keep in mind that's not this year it's next year the okay. 23 24 
basketball season. Okay. So. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I would probably go look at the schedule and, <laughs> and be, be all kinds of confused about yeah. what we talked about. So something to look forward to for sure. Um, and then another thing I wanted to talk to you about is um, coaching needs or kind of what that looks like for uh, the school district next year for sports. Yeah. So many people have probably heard that uh, the school is going to offer some early retirement. Um, some, some of them are coaches. Um, we don't know who's retiring yet or, or taking their retirement package, but already we, we're seeing some areas where we might need some coaches. Um, so what I'm asking is anybody out there who wants to be a coach, um, according to the Iowa high school athletic unions, the girls and boys, you have to be, you know, you have to be a certified coach, um, which you can get through a coaching authorization, uh, they've made that a lot easier uh, than a few years ago. I, you know, when COVID came around, it changed a few things. So now you can get that coaching authorization all online. I think Kirkwood uh, offers it all online. It, it, there is a cost to it, obviously. Um, but anybody out there who's thinking about, you know what, maybe I want to give coaching a try, or maybe there's some people out there that, you know, think they're a really good coach. <laughs> I don't know, but um, – <laughs> Those of you that are in the stands yelling at us all the time, maybe you're the one should get your coaching <laughs> authorization. But, uh, you know, it is a lot of fun. I, I talked to a, a, a former student, came in and interviewed me this morning and asked, you know, if you didn't do this, what would you have done? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I've done this all my whole life. I've never really thought about it. So, yeah. you know, I've enjoyed coaching for 32 years, you know, and and people can, you know, get into the sport at any time and, and – uh, get their authorization it, you know it's a simple process so you know with when I went to college um, you know I, I actually went to college to be a coach I you know well I'm gonna be a coach and then I'm gonna teach on the side or something like yeah. that but obviously that changed real soon but uh, you used to have an endorse have to have an endorsement on your teaching license and I don't know when that changed probably 15 years ago or so now so about I think probably about half of our coaches are aren't teachers okay. um, so Again, anybody out there that wishes to get into the coaching field and and uh, help us out, um, we're always in. You know, we're always looking for for new people and stuff. So, um, if you need any help with that, just give me a call at the at the high school. Okay, very good. And uh, if they want to see like what positions are open for coaches, like what what your needs are, is there a time of year you post them, or where can they look to find that? Yeah, they're posted year round right now. So we probably have eight or nine needs already. Um, some of them are for next year. Um, like we're looking for some, some volleyball coaches for next year, especially at the middle school level. Um, we're actually looking for a, a freshman baseball coach, um, for this coming summer. Um, we still don't have that fill. You know, last year we went without, without a, a high school baseball coach. We only had three and should have had four. Well, we have three right now and we still need another one. So if anybody out there is, looking to be a freshman baseball coach um this summer um get your coaching coaching authorization and and uh we'll hire you <laughs> <laughs> there you go all right um so talking about baseball and the need for uh, a fourth baseball coach, um, there's some things going on with the baseball field fence uh, in correlation with some remodels at the school what is that? Yeah. Uh, so how's that going to change yeah, things? So for this Todd summer? and I talked about that uh, a few episodes ago. Um, you know, with the new addition going on at the high school, the baseball right field 
uh, fence had to be moved, and we were all we we, we were in limbo whether or not we were going to even host uh, home varsity games. And uh, so DNN Fencing, I think, is their name out of Western Iowa somewhere, maybe Denison, Iowa. They came in and they actually moved the fence. So right field fence has been moved in. Um, we're in the process of getting the net. So uh, it looks a little strange out there if you're used to seeing right field a lot deeper. It's shallow deep. Yeah, it's it's not clear out there anymore. <laughs> so um, we're glad that they were able to come in and get that move this this uh, this fall um, before winter. Because if they, I think if they would have waited till spring, it probably would have been too late so we're happy to have that fence moved and be able to host home baseball games awesome so maybe more home runs on the right side well if we get the the 25 foot fence up out there it, okay. it, yeah we're gonna put a big net out there so okay it still might go over it but you might need to drive a diagram i'm not completely following so. <laughs> yeah, <it'll, laughs> yeah i will <laughs> okay sounds good uh anything else that we need to talk about no I, no i think that's good uh you know i think uh I think Coach Hayworth is probably ready to get on the mic. So, yeah, she looks over there, chomp, <laughs> chomping at the bit, ready to get on and talk about uh, their success for their successful cross country season. Yeah, so, all right, all, they did awesome. Well, it's good talking to you, Brent, and uh, we'll be back after a commercial break to talk to Coach K- Hayworth. Hospice isn't a place, it's a type of care that focuses on living. Servicing a seven-county area, the Hospice of Washington County staff of nurses, social work, hospice aides, spiritual and grief support, volunteers, music and massage therapists are able to provide free end-of-life care where the patient lives. We write wills, give consent for organ donation, but rarely is there a plan for what we would want the final phase of our lives. At Hospice of Washington County, we encourage our patients to be in charge of their health care decisions while maintaining quality of life. Family owned and operated by Andy and Sarah Ross, Ross Auto has been your vehicle repair and maintenance headquarters since 1935. We specialize in all makes of cars and light duty trucks. With our variety of available services, let us help you keep rolling and your vehicle operating efficiently. Services include general auto repair, alignments, brakes, fuel injection, and more. Schedule your appointment today at 319-653-5656. That's 319-653-5656. Welcome back to the Washington Demon Coaches Show. I'm jo- I'm your guest host Diana Rich, and I'm joined in the studio with Coach Stephanie Hayworth, uh, the cross country coach at the high school for boys and girls. And uh, they had a successful season, which I'm sure you all know. They've been on the 
the show a couple times and uh, just here to talk about the state meet, which was last weekend yep, on Saturday. Seems like a long time ago, it but does. yeah, just a few days ago. Uh, so yeah. Do you want to tell me about how the, how the meet went and what the weather was like and yeah. all the details? Yeah, it was absolutely gorgeous on Saturday. I mean, we got there. I mean, we had layers on, but we walked the course and everybody was like, it's so hot, it's so hot. <laughs> right. And then got back to our campsite and there were a ton of parents, ton of fans there waiting for us and brought tons of food for us and just a fun atmosphere. You could tell the nerves were starting to hit in a little bit, but yeah, I got them all warmed up, got to the start line, layers were shedding, everybody was in tank top and shorts and just fun, fun day. I mean, perfect weather. I think it got up to like 65 when they were running. It was probably about 60. So yeah, perfect running weather, but yeah, that's great, awesome. Great day. I ran into, or I was talking to somebody at church about the cross country meet who was there. And he said that the showing from Washington was just amazing. And so that's awesome. I mean, especially yeah. being that far away from home and having that many people coming in, supporting and cheering. I bet that was awesome. Oh, it was so fun. I think First year, seven years ago, we took uh, Claire Horrock up there, and we have a, we always take a group picture of mm-hmm. the fans that come just support us. And yeah. there was like five people in the picture, and this year there was like over a hundred, and we were missing like several. So, so you got a group a picture? Fun, yeah, we always oh, get awesome. fun group pictures. So hey, we always miss people, but it's just nice to have that yeah. to look back on. Yeah, document see. the yeah. event. Yeah, that's great. Success, so very cool. All right, let's start with uh, the girls. Yep, they ran so, first. Yeah. yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, so we were walking the course, and a couple of them were like how do you think we can do like realistically team wise? And I'm like, you know, we're ranked 12. So anything we do is great. You know, top 10, definitely goal. And coach Sale and I are talking like six is probably best that we can do unless uh-huh. somebody falters, but yeah. we came out and got sixth place. And then individually, Iris is like, do you think I can get top 15? I'm like, I do. Like I truly do. Yeah. She'd been ranked all season, but fell out of the rankings for some odd reason, right before the state meet. And she's like, I feel like I'm just going to run hard today. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> she wonderful. She went out and ran hard and I ended up, she's right there in the seventh, eighth spot right there with Avery Rump from Fort Madison. Avery's been beating her by a good 30, 45 seconds every meet. And they were side by side at the mile, at the two mile, and then about 200 meters to go. She just opened up and, yep, just beat her by three seconds. That's right awesome. at 19.20, ended up seventh. I mean, so returning next year, they lost the top four girls, and then the girl who got fifth, sixth, and seventh are all returning. So okay. it'll be a fun season next year. And yeah. We're all very, very young, and then the rest of the pack did a great job, finished sixth as a team. It was cool because they have live results that you can scroll through because they have little markers that they run through. And so at the mile mark, I'm like getting my phone up as I'm running back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're in sixth. And then you sprint. We tagged our mileage and each of us ran a mile and a half during each race, just getting to different points. Yeah. And we're like second mile, we fell back a little bit. We were in seventh as a team. I'm like, hey, it's still fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. You know, it's still good. And then we just closed that last thousand meters and it was just a fun day. I yeah. didn't have a ton of PRs. Just it's very overwhelming up there when you're I'm sure. running with 130 people who are your caliber of athlete. <laughs> yeah. Just, but yeah, they all went out and performed well and six as a team, best ever in school history. And then Iris getting up on the deck as a freshman. So top 15 medal and she got seventh, fourth girl ever in school history, best finish ever by a Washington runner. So that's just awesome. a great day on the girls' side. Yeah. So was that a PR for Iris then? Yeah. Uh, okay. 26 seconds. Okay. So PR. did you, do you, in that situation, do you like get out the note, notebook and pen and paper and you're like, what did you have for dinner last night? What did you have for breakfast today? What did you wear? What yes. socks did you wear? Like, let's document yeah. this so we can recreate it next That's year. That's right. Because on the way back, we just had a small group. I'm like, so what did you do different this time, Iris? <laughs> right. She's like, I just decided I'd run hard. It was my last one. And just the freshman who just, I mean. That's but awesome. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you have no idea 
what you're capable of yet. Yeah. So it'll be fun with That's her. That's great. And I know with running, it's just a lot of mindset. Oh, I it's mean. mental. It's so mental. She right. was just so focused, zoned in. She had a goal in mind and went out and did it. So yeah. it was fun. And you guys go the night before, correct? Yeah, we left about noon, 1230 on Friday. So we can get up there, get to our hotel. They have to do a shakeout run, then go out for supper and then... Always run to Target and everybody buys stupid purchases. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then go back and our little rooms are close together. And I heard the girls in the hall. I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're just out there making TikToks. <laughs> like, I look over and one girl's got sunglasses on. <laughs> You're just having fun. Innocent fun. So yeah. was, they just had a really good time up there. That's good. Take your mind off things because yeah. that adds a whole nother element too. I mean, oh, when yeah. a meet that you spend the night at and you normally don't. Yeah. So that kind of changes things too. Yes. So. Awesome. That Congratulations. That is really Thank awesome. You. Sixth. That is great. Um, and then tell me about the boys. We had Micah and Tyler yep. running for the boys team. Yep. And how did that go? Yeah, it was Micah's second time up there. He's a junior. Uh, finished 36 last year. Came out and finished 13th. So great race by him. Um, not quite his PR, but still the 10th fastest in school history time. So wasn't quite the race that he wanted, but like I had to remind him like, no boys ever medaled their junior year. The second boy ever to medal in school history. Yeah. So like, you're fine. You mm -hmm. had a great season. Like it was just a little bit of an off race and the pack was really tight in front of him. So he couldn't get out and around, but he yeah. ran, he ran great. So fun to see him buck up on the deck too um, with Iris. And then Tyler, his first time up there it definitely helps when you have somebody in your box that you're familiar with. So yeah. having Micah there to warm up with definitely helped. He finished 85th, um, 1745-ish. So yeah, I mean, not a PR, but still being up there, that experience. I mean, I expect them both back up there next year to improve on their finishes. Yeah. Fun. Great. Yeah. I'm sure um, being a runner and just being able to look at that time every time, I'm sure it gets in your head and oh, yeah. lots of goals and can be stressful, I'm sure, but that's, that's great for them. And um, it's great to have them back for next season also. Yes. We have so. everybody who ran up there will be back next year. So, so is everybody fun. just, uh, taking the week off, taking a couple weeks off and just like mentally and physically like repairing their bodies or are they That's out the running around? <laughs> well, I told them to take nice two weeks off, you know, just have some downtime, but I've seen several out running. I was out running yesterday and met several on the street. I'm like, hi, hi. They're like, so, we don't know what to do I with know. our time. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> so, I mean, it is what it is. I hope they do take some time just to, you know, enjoy being a kid for a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I hope that you guys are taking time to celebrate. You guys have an upcoming banquet or yes, what is yep. that going to On like? 14th, we have our banquet. So parents and uh, athletes come just have some cake and do some awards that we have. And then one really cool thing we started, I don't know, about seven years ago, plate awards, paper plate awards. So us coaches used to do it. And so we'd be at the state meet, decorate, make an award for each person, whether it's like best socks or like yeah, whatever. And we're finally like seniors. You have to take over. We have too many people on our team. <laughs> yeah. So the seniors just have a lot of fun with it. They all yeah. get together and make these awards, and we all have to approve them as coaches. Okay. And then, um, so we know what they're getting, but they all decorate them in the past. Like the senior girls have wrote like nice little things on the back to each person, but just a fun little thing that we do for cross country. So. Yeah, that's great. And how many total runners did you have for boys and girls this season? We had 23 boys that ran, two managers, and then 19 girls out. So huge teams. Didn't yeah. I had just enough uniforms on both. So <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yes. Although, you know, if you had too many, I'm sure it's you a could good figure something out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And how many seniors are you losing off of your uh, teams um, this year? Nine, two girls, and then seven boys, I believe. So yeah. Okay. Yep. So Very good. Awesome. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk about for your cross-country season? 
Nope, just a great season. Just thank everybody for supporting us all season, all the fans, the parents. I mean, we couldn't have done it without you, so it's just been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all your successes throughout the season. I've been watching the coaches show and reading, <laughs> you know, the KCII posts and the uh, Southeast Iowa Union to keep caught up with your team and really exciting stuff. So congratulations to Thank all you. of your runners and to yourself. Thank you. All right. And enjoy maybe, what are you going to do with your extra time? Oh, I got a vacation. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, enjoy vacation. <laughs> Thank and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. Uh Thank you for joining us on the Washington Demon Coaches Show. I'm your guest host, Diana Rich, and have a good day.